Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Emily Wu came back to Taiwan to start her very own podcasting business. She has named it Ghost Island Media only because some people call it a ghost island because they think that it's a crappy place. There's nothing left here and all that kind of stuff. But to Emily, that's not true. She thinks this ghost island has a lot to offer. She wants so much to do podcast because she's not really watching YouTube's anymore. She said it's bad for your eyes, which is true. But instead, she's listening to a lot of great podcast programs since while she was still in the states that she wants to make her own. Last week we talked about her recent launch of a Mandarin program. Today she will tell us more about her business so far and where she intends to go with it. The first English show was launched on Earth Day.、Um, ah, so I think this is going to be a theme、Smart. now, where for every other show we have to pick something, pick a significant day to go with it. Very good thinking. Very good thinking. Actually, right now still working out of your home. Like no. sort of like a no, you, no you've got、I'm, a formal, a、uh, professional studio already.、Uh, we are at a co-working space. Okay, co-working space. So I've been at a couple.、Oh. Um, we started with Future Word.、Uh, it's a it's a co-working space in、uh, by Nanjing and Fuxing.、Mm-hmm. Um, very nice space. They've got all the equipment, the mics, the, the everything. Uh, they、right? have a recording room there. Okay, recording room, and they have this beautiful space and a really nice community.、Oh. Um, but then also several months ago, we moved to a different space,、uh, a space called MyCoin. It's、oh. a Bitcoin exchange.、Uh, it's the first Bitcoin exchange in Taiwan. No way, really,、um, really interesting. Actually, before you even started doing what you love, which is podcasting, you had to learn about all these technical stuff, the hardware and everything, and setting up a, a right environment for recording. Did you like study about googling on your own or something, or you got some people who are really in, really techies and helping you out with this stuff? A little bit of both,、um, mm. kind of pulling on the expertise of people who've already done it.、Um, oh, we've already done it, but of course, but. I think that's what I love about production and the media today is that the tech is always evolving. So there's always a lot of new things to to learn. So when I started my career in visuals with videos, this is when Taiwan was just starting to adapt to HD. But these documentaries I was a part of with Public TV, it was one. It was a major push for Taiwan into HD filmmaking back then, and so、um, learn a lot about that. How do you make a production that's all digital and really just a transformation of that? But then, when I went to Next Media, everything then was online, and then it was I got to learn about animation. I got to learn about motion capture.、Um, we had a Uh, a facial scanning system, the same system that that was used for the movie Avatar, came from USC. It was just sitting in Nehu. It's beautiful, beautiful globe. Oh, so what、okay. happens? You sit in there, and and it takes these、um, a lot of photos of your faces. Right. And what the the result is, they can make a three、uh, D three D rendering reproduction、review. of it. Right.、Um, so I learned about all that. I didn't do it. Obviously, I still cannot animate, but at least kind of I knew what was possible. Yeah.、Um, so. On, for producing and writing, you need to know what is possible to be, but at least be able to and work with. They're so talented. There's the R and D lab in there, and the animators, the motion captures are such group of talented people. I know.、Um, wow. So to the now then,、um, well, and in the middle was 
corporate video production was then okay we're not we're not with studios anymore now we're independent and, and we need to do things on a affordable very very affordable how do you do that how do you have amazing results while being <laughs> with limited resource and so yeah. practice learning how to fight for resources and that was when I realized oh my gosh we had been so lucky <laughs> back with institutions you didn't have to think about resources at all yeah after you do an interview on a podcast or you know and then the post-production part you have to tweak it so that the the quality is right the sounding is right and everything that's your job too and you learn all that by yourself do you are you on your own on this or you've got somebody else helping you with this no it's a big collaborative process um so when we first started with ways not why not um we had we, we were there was a woman who was living in taiwan at the time and she used to work with npr and oh. it was really amazing. And so she, you know, was able to tell us kind of the type of training that they did. And, and um, so she was the first one to, to start editing Waste oh. Not, Why Not? And it was great to kind of see how well, she just worked. luckily got to know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's still working with us remotely. Okay. Um, she's back in Florida now. Oh. Um, and as you're listening to more shows, because then now I, I stopped reading books. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I stopped reading books. Ever since I started the podcast, well, your eyes rest. Okay, all right. That's always a good thing. Yeah. I guess. I but guess. instead, I'm I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. Oh. But I've just recently started reading again this past month, and I okay. need to, I need to do more of that. <laughs> um, but as I'm listening to these other shows, we're also picking up cues, and we're also because also thinking about okay, trying to trying to dissect what they're doing, and how do we do ours better? Mm. Um, oh yeah. So a lot of it is looking at those case studies. Um, but also, I mean, the the co-founder who's uh, very, very strong in branding, he, he, he's not just a branding marketing person. He, he's also a journalism background. He started his career in photojournalism. Okay. And then with, he was a creative director for kind of video branding. He's very, very good with visuals. And it actually is really interesting to see how he translates that instinct into audio. And it's totally translatable. So he really pushed us to having really good sounds. Yeah. And so initially we were playing it kind of safe with music and and he really, you know, pushed us to sign up for, you know, music libraries that just really expanded the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And so I think to me on production side, on post production side, there was a clear turning point where we mm-hmm. go, wait, wait a second. Let's have fun with this. Let's really go crazy and have fun with this. Yeah, and then you, just based on feedback from people. So it's, it's a very, very collaborative process. So um, you're in Taiwan, and I guess you're going to try to focus mostly on Taiwan topics? Not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, so what we wanted to do is, is two things. And the mission is slightly different for English and for Mandarin. Okay. So for the English one is that there's not, we feel that there's not enough podcast shows and content in English that have anything to do with Taiwan or even just coming from Taiwan. There's a lot more now, but last year at the time there wasn't, there wasn't enough. Wow. So we really, I really wanted to do that to fill that space. Mm. It doesn't have to be only about Taiwan, mm. but it's just say, hey, here's something really cool that's coming out of this island. So with Waste Not, Why Not, because Taiwan's a really important place and when it comes to the environment, we have one of the best waste management systems. Yeah. Um, our, you know, textile recycling innovation is, is, is world class. Mm. But not a lot of people know that. No. I just learned it from you just now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons, too, because normal people don't go 
yeah, studying thinking waste. about these kind of things yeah yeah but even for normal people we get our news from journalists we're covering this and oftentimes they'll pull from UN data but we're not a part of that data um, so a lot of times we just get overlooked so when there are international events happening, when there's like the climate con- uh, climate summit or UN, anything related, Taiwan has to buy these ads. Um, so in, in Poland last year for COP, but, I, but Taiwan bought out this light rail, um, the side of a light rail, and it said Taiwan can help. I'm, I'm sure we had lobbyists there. I'm sure we had government representatives there. But the point is that we're sidelined. And yes... You know, I'm told that we can participate through a lot of the side conversations, but that's side conversations. And even in New York, a couple weeks ago, you saw that ad once again. It looked different, but it still said Taiwan can help. It's just that, you know, we're kind of screaming to say, hey, look, we're really good at this. Uh We need to be a part of the conversation. And I think this year really worked because... Um, or, or some, you could see some efforts being made because um, during the UN assembly, when countries spoke out for us to be included in the UN, um, specifically the news I read came from Guatemala. The, the news I read came from Guatemala, Iswahiti, and Palau, and the presidents of the three places said, "Hey, uh, we were we're calling for Taiwan to be included in the UN, but also because they're." You know they can they're part of the sustainability conversation and can help the world in achieving our sustainability goals so i think it, you know we, we are as a country we are trying we are I, I, we could see that we could see the efforts being made and so from a citizen point of view you know what can we ha- what could we do so i happen to have met an environmental researcher here who was an american and his job is he works at a thinking think tank in Taiwan, and his job is to bridge these two worlds. Mm-hmm. So it became this perfect thing and say, hey, look, that's well, yeah, we need to do a show about this. And also, we're looking at environmentalism from a global perspective. I think a lot of these conversations are happening mostly in the U.S. and Europe, but Asia is really important. Um, so for the topics, we 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 try to approach this from a world really global point of view. But when it comes to Taiwan, when it comes to topics that Taiwan should be used and talked about, then we'll, we'll talk about Taiwan. But there, there will be a show focused only on Taiwan current affairs. And so that's very, very Taiwan specific. Okay. Yeah. But for Mandarin shows, the thesis is entirely different. For Mandarin show, it's just because we think that for to convince um, people to sign up to a whole new different medium, we need something very, very unique, something that you don't get anywhere else, something that you can't Right. If it's a show that exists already in the magazine form, um, I don't know that it's an, a lot of incentives to switch platforms. So we look for things that are very um, different. So to, mm. to, so we can say, hey, look, you have to you have to subscribe. subscribe. You, you have to listen to the show. Otherwise, you're not going to get this anywhere else. Yeah. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. What about the Mandarin podcast? I mean, what what will be their focus? Yeah, so the one that we're launching on Thursday. That um, well, by the time that this episode is aired, it, yeah, it already been been released. So this one is on cannabis law in Taiwan. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So 
we uh, we met a lawyer who she she's young, she's spunky, she's hilarious. Um, she also happens to be one of the top most sought after cannabis lawyers in Taiwan. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's very busy right now, and she's uh, she already has a huge following herself. Uh huh. So the entire yeah the whole uh, the first season with her is talking about the intricacies of uh, Taiwan's cannabis law. At the same time, because there is a global conversation around what every country is doing or how to update um, cannabis law, right? You have, uh, is it is it legalization? Is it medicalization? Or is it, what do you do with CBD? It's kind of like, a, like an oil in essence now. It's being used for um, supplements. You can find them in a face cream. For the Taiwan audience, we'll also talk a bit about what's happening in the world. Where do you want to go from here? With, with the podcasting company? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have a lot of shows. What I love about the medium is that it's so easy to consume. And at the same time, there's a lot of different genres for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we yeah. try to hit a lot of different genres. So in February, we are at a conference um, for something called the American Association for the Advancement of Sciences, AAAS. It's a, okay. it's a very old um, organization, been around for a really long time in the States. They publish science, mm. the, the journal. So they have a big conference every year, and we are part of their podcasting stage this year. Oh, wow. Which is, yeah, it's very, very exciting. With enough people, what we could do is I really want to make fiction shows as well, scripted shows. So we want to make investigative journalism shows. We want to make interactive. I want to do as many types of shows and format there is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, we need more people. We need more money. And so at some point, we'll need to start fundraising as well. I do want to build this out as a media company that people can invest in and believe in it sake so we do want this to yeah have a lot of listeners and sell a lot of ads this is so great emily congratulations i think you're doing something awesome and fun and i can tell you love this job and you're gonna love this company <laughs> and just gonna just shoot right off thank you so much yeah looking forward to all these great podcasts we get to hear here in taiwan finally you know anyway good yeah, luck thank emily. you i want to i want to be able to come back and uh, yes. when we have a little when i have some time to a little more time to breathe to tell you about the big dream. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Give us an update sometime later. We'll so do. we'll be on my show again. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> this is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds.